This podcast is brought to you by Zotes Sunflower Seeds, the number one flavored sunflower seeds on the planet. Visit Zotes.com. Now, welcome to the Accidental Experience with Mark Comer. Hi, this is Mark Comer, and welcome to the Accidental Experience with Jimmy Boy, who is calling from we don't know where today, but we have a very pound special nine, pound nine headquarters. Pound. <laughs> we're 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 very excited today, and you don't even know about this special guest today. But we have, you know, we talk about our sponsors a lot, and they've done a lot for us over the years. And even though it took them a little while to get the winner of 2016 March Madness, uh, uh, you know, uh, March Madness Taking championship. Care of about a year, but that's okay. That wasn't their fault. They didn't know that our winner hadn't gotten the goods. That's, that's what's going on. But, but we've got the Zotes mayor in, in a studio today, and you know he, was, he just has a few comments. He listens to the pod frequently because they're very big supporters. He's a, a good sports guy. He understands it. He gets it. And so... Uh, so, Mr. Mayor, uh, what do you have to say to, to Jimmy Boy, you know, based on what you've been listening, Dodgers, of course, going to win Clippers, Lakers, whatever. It's all L.A. with this guy. What, what's, uh, what, what do you think about uh, what's the, the current situation with Southern California? Well, I'm telling you right now that we cannot Do you have, have a name? Wait, do you have a name before you start talking? Oh, or are you just a random mayor? It's to you, sir. That's and right. To everybody like else, that. it's results mayor. Yep. And... <laughs> not have that earthquake happen fast enough and have you guys fall into the ocean. It just cannot happen fast enough. Well, uh, hey, from what I well you, you and Z-Dog are on the same channel. Hey, here's what, here's what, here's what I understand. I understand that um, Zotes has bought a lot of property along the California-Nevada border that they are selling as beachfront property. Okay, but, but, but before you respond to that, let's go ahead and listen to this. Just for <laughs> you know I already have a response for that, so yeah, you better start changing subjects. Okay, here we go. Yeah, Z-Dog here. You know who it is. You know who it is? Clippers. They're so ugly. Oh. Mm. Man. DeAndre Jordan shouldn't be an all-star. Clippers are so ugly. They smell like weed. LA is the worst city ever. Uh, Joe Johnson is the king of the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Clippers fans are disgusting. They smell like... They they smell like Popeye's chicken breasts. Okay, let's... (laughs) Right there. Hey... Mayor, what do you uh, think that, about B-Dog and, and his love for, for the Utah Jazz? That well, guy's I'm, uh, lifetime supply of Zotes right there. <laughs> <laughs> he is the well, after you hear his Utah Ute rap, you might not give a, be giving him those Zotes. But I would give him extra Zotes because he's the best. You, you know, you send an article, and you can find it on clipperholics.com about a Clippers writer who actually just went in and took every point that Z-Dog made, including the fans smelling like, like Popeye's chicken's breast, which <laughs> was a bad thing. 
and he, he disputed every point, you know. And, and, and I kind of thought the same thing when I heard him say, you know, Clippers are the worst team in the NBA. I'm thinking, well, they're in the playoffs, so they can't be the worst. <laughs> they're not fighting. We're not even the worst in the, we're not even the worst in the city. So, yeah, Z-Dog <laughs> stretched it. And it's amazing because Z-Dog, you look at him, you see his style, you see what he's bringing to the table, and he really looks credible, but he missed a couple points. I smell like a Popeye's chicken wing, not the breast, the wing. So he missed that also. <laughs> well, well, you know, we're, we, we're grateful that, that Zotes has been a sponsor for two years, right, D.C.? Oh, yeah, over two years. It's been a long time. They've been, they've been, and they provided Jimmy Boy with some seeds over the years. Mmm, yum. And we've got some big things going on with Zotes right now. There's going to be some specials, right, Mr. Mayor? Yeah, we've got all you can handle. We got all the blue cheese you can handle mm. for you, Jimmy Boy. Mm. 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 Well, we're, we thank we we appreciate Zotes, Mr. Mayor. Thank you very much, and uh, we're going to have you on next week because I think there's going to be some more little things, little product things you guys are doing. That, uh, you need that to have me... weed. You need to have weed flavored and Popeye chicken flavored, non or Z Dog. Okay, and and we get a label with him on get, it. Get Z Dog and the Z Dog. <laughs> Oh, we need we need a picture of Z Dog in a white uh, like a wife beater shirt, and then I'll get my hands in like oil or some dark tar, and then I'll place them seductively on his shirt, like you did with the barbecue girl. <laughs> that will sell. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. Well, uh, well, what's uh, what's going on in this uh, series? A little bit of an upset in the first game, especially with Gobert out. You know, people. One thing I don't think they realize as much about the Jazz is they are a very good defensive team this year. And I like Quinn Snyder. I think he's a good coach. They got a lot of young guys. And then, of course, they got the king of the jazz, Joe Johnson. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Gobert, Gobert's in the top, you know, two or three of most defensive categories. And so you take that out of the middle. That was kind of like Eaton when you were covering the jazz, right? Or maybe that you were, yeah. yeah. No, I was there with Eaton. I was there when he set the record for uh, blocks. And someone asked him if Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, – is going to call him. And after I got done laughing, I said, probably not. Although they did go to UCLA. Uh, they're both UCLA Bruin grads. But, uh, yeah, I was there for that. You'll agree with this. Even if, even if the guy's not getting a lot of blocks, when you have a seven-footer in the center, you change the way the offense has to play. And, and, and you alter shots. You, you don't give them those easy inside buckets. And, and it's a big deal. So I was surprised that that the Jazz beat them, pretty, uh, pretty scrappy victory for game one, and then game two the, the Clippers came out. And, yeah, you know, it, was, it was a word. It was a weird. I actually went to the game. I was forced. I didn't have any intention of going. So I put on the 1985 Clipper jacket that still, if you saw the pictures, fits perfectly. I mean, perfect. Fit. I, have, there. I don't think I've grown since 85. <laughs> yeah. The starter satin jacket. So I put that bad boy on and uh, went out to the game. And it was when Gobert went down, we didn't see how he went down, so we thought it was the old, uh, what do they call it in football, like the turf, turf monster where you think it's an ACL and he's out for two years. And so everyone was really like, whoa. It wasn't excitement except for one Asian guy sitting next to me. Why I say he's Asian, I don't know. Maybe I'm just conditioned because I'm a right-wing weirdo. But he's like, yeah, <laughs> Gobert. And everyone else, else is like, dude, that's Dude, that's horrible. Like, it, it, you just don't want that kind of karma of rooting a guy that might be out for a year or two. Anyways, the whole game, 
was the weirdest atmosphere. And then I, I thought that's just how it's been this year for the clips. And uh, Reggie Miller got on the next morning and said the atmosphere was weird when after that happened. Because you see a guy and you don't know. You think that you think he's out for a year or two. And I don't care who you are unless you're that Asian dude. That's not exciting to see that, right? Right. Right. No, it's well, it changed. It changed a lot, and it was it was weird because it was about seven seconds into the game. Yeah, and, and then uh, they and they and the weird the thing that losing that game didn't scare me as a Clipper fan that doesn't totally care about this series except for my hatred of the Jazz. It the second game where the Clips should have been like do or die, this is it, and should have won by twenty five. That was the more for me. That was more of a scary like uh oh, Clips are in trouble. The first one was just a weird thing that happens, but the second game the Clippers should have won by 25, and they won by eight. They had it in hand, but it wasn't a situation where it still got cut to six or four a couple times in the fourth quarter, which that's the game. I think uh, Jazz will probably win in six if I was uh, putting down money. Well, it, it'll be it, – there's, be there's a lot of excitement around here because the Jazz haven't been in the playoffs for a while, and a lot of guys that are kind of the fence sitters a little bit. You know, the more casual fans are now really behind the Jazz, and so it'll be, it'll be exciting. As you, as you talked about the other day, you know, there's really no place louder than the Delta Center when it's packed and people are – just vivid smart homer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, DC. Good, good correction. Uh, no, good no, correct. it's not vivid. It's Delta Center. Stop it. And it's Pac so, Bell in San Francisco. So going on right now. Number one, a little bit of a news break. There's been uh, one of our friends on on Twitter. His brother-in-law's house. Uh, there was, you know, a lot of times there's guys going up and stealing packages that are delivered on people's houses, right? Um, UP, UPS will drop off a package. And that's been kind of an issue is these, these lowlifes will go and grab the, the package and, and they don't even know what's in it and just hope that it's something good. So a friend of ours on, on um, Twitter showed the video and of his brother-in-law's house that, that a guy went in and, and uh, stole it. It's got perfect video. And, and he said, no commentary on the hat. Um, and so I'm going to just retweet it. Um, and uh, you go ahead and see what you think of the, the hat that this guy is wearing. I'm going to uh, guess it's of the reddish, uh, reddish hue. It, it is of a reddish hue. Um, <laughs> and so um, I just retweeted that. Now, the second thing I'm going to retweet um, is, is a nice little picture of, of Jimmy Boy in his, his uh, uh, 85 Clippers gear, right? Yeah. When I had when I got that in '85, and it fit exactly the same. But when I got that, it, I mean, the ladies, and it's still. I walked down the Staples Center, and I was with my wife, and I felt bad for her because I'm like, I'm bringing it hard, and you're going to get a lot of looks from a lot of women when they see that throwback uh, jacket. But it's sexy. I'm not going to lie. Well, it is sexy. I really like it a lot. I think that you look very, very good in it, and so, so people can go, people can go check that out as well, um, and and see what uh, see what you're looking like these days. You look good. The the the, the silk jacket. That's like DC's Dodger jacket that he busts out on occasion. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the '88 Dodger uh, Oral Hershiser jacket that DC's got. <laughs> uh, well, so so. Let's talk a little bit about 
the baseball season. We right. are getting into, you know, the, the opening day is done, right? Uh, you know, it's over, all the hype and everything. And I heard some of the yeah, – We had a great run. They, they, that they like uh, – you know that they like uh, to get opening day over, just so they can kind of get into their into their groove. But I would I would say that uh, easily the where where we thought our teams would be right now they pro- now it's it's ten percent into the season. Who cares, right? But still a little bit surprising maybe that the Dodgers are at five hundred. And the Giants are four games below 500. Um, the Rockies are leading the division with the uh, D-backs, or as Vince said, the D-bags, uh, right behind us. So what, do you, what are your thoughts so far, 10% into the baseball season? I don't know. I, I'm not worried about the D-bags or the Rockies. I, you know, and, and you're probably this way too. Well, let me ask you. I don't want to put words in. If you see the Dodgers – are in last place, which doesn't happen like the Giants do. But say the Dodgers are in last place, the Rockies are in first place, and you see the Dodgers and Rockies playing, and you're the the Giants, and you need to gain ground on first place, are you rooting for the Dodgers to beat the Rockies, or do you still want the Rockies to beat the Dodgers? I want the Rockies to beat the Dodgers because I'm more concerned about the Dodgers later on this season. Exactly. So, so to let you know how worried or concerned I am with the Rockies or Diamondbacks is those teams are both in first place. They both recently played the Giants, and I rooted for those teams to beat the Giants every time because I know I know what the Giants are capable of, and the Rockies are you know the Rockies are the Rockies and the Diamondbacks are the Diamondbacks, and a couple of those wins we got four against the Diamondbacks right now. This is a big week. We got three or four against the Diamondbacks, and then three or four against the. Uh, the hated ones up north. So we'll see how that all turns there's, out. The, 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 there's a lot. You lived in Utah. You lived in SoCal. There's there's a lot of good things about living in Utah. And obviously, anyone. Anyway, <laughs> well, then why are you buying all that beachfront property at the at the, the Arizona? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it and flip Nevada it. Line. I'm gonna flip okay. it. By the I way, mean, I wanted to uh, I wanted to correct Mr. Mayor. Um, What's going to happen with the earthquake? And uh, you've probably been watching Neil deGrasse. That's why you don't know truth about science. But what happens is when that happens, we don't fall into the ocean. We become even more exclusive as our own island. So it's not going to, we're not falling into anything. There's water's going to come in. We're going to be even more exclusive. And people are going to be even want to spend more of their time and their, uh, you know, Easter break. And how do I know people from Easter break? Because if I go to Newport Beach, 92% of the people are in uh, Utah license plate vehicles, all wanting to be a part of the greatness. That is Orange County. All right. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Hey, so I got it. That's, that's okay. So, so I'm with you. Uh, you um, so <laughs> you kind of threw me off there a little bit. Anyway, what I was saying was, you know, I grew up, spent many years in Northern California. Um, I have spent many years in Utah. I like a lot of things about Utah. The thing I like the least, or one of the things I like the least, is that we are forced to watch the Colorado Rockies telecast of the Giants-Rockies games. And sometimes it's the MLB thing and some of whatever, and they are the biggest homers, worse than Don Sutton ever was for the Braves, I mean, they mm, are, that's, 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 that's rarefied air. Are you sure? Uh, 
I am sure, I am absolutely 100% positive, they are the worst, the biggest homers. And it, it makes you, so it's that much worse when the Rockies beat the Giants because you got these homers on there acting like the Rockies have won 20 of the last 21 World Series. Yeah, and they, and they always start hot, too. And uh, that's the thing about the Rockies. I'm more concerned about the Diamondbacks getting com- confident. Um, but I don't know. It's it's still early, but you can't you can't fall behind. Like the Giants can't lose two out of the next three and then lose three out of four to the Dodgers and think that oh, there's plenty of time. There is, but at that point, you got to it's it's nervousness. You you never want to go down by more than three or four games for the most part as the uh, month turns to the to you know May. But you guys well, are right on the cusp of that, aren't you? You need to. Well, what's interesting, though, it's it's so interesting. I agree, but it is a long season. You know, last year the Giants were, you know, the best team in the majors at the All Star break, and and then we know what happened from there. But you do have to get into your groove. You got to find find your groove a little bit. And and unfortunately, I just don't think the Giants did enough in the off season to address their left field situation, their left field position. Okay, multiple mm-hmm. players. Their left field position went six games without a hit. Yeah, I, I saw that that's the worst left field in baseball by far, not even close. Sure, by far. It's probably, but doesn't, I, that give you, doesn't that give you a little bit? See, the Dodgers uh, went to Cubs and lost 2-3. They went to Colorado and lost 2-3. They lost, or they went 2-2 two and two at home against somebody recently. The thing that gives me the hope that I look for is uh, hit, hitting uh, average with runners in scoring position. And if it's at the 0-8, if it's 085 or 110, you know it's going to switch. The season's too long. And if you're losing games by one or two, that's where the confidence grows as a Dodger fan where I'm not freaking out. For you guys to be losing games uh, by one or two runs, but knowing that you're getting 0% from your left fielder and that there'll be a trade or something's going to happen, bring up a guy, doesn't that give you hope? Or are you starting how, – how far away – from a scale from 1 to 10, where are you on confidence of the Giants making the postseason? Oh, that's a good question. I, I think I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, it's not like they're getting blown out. The pitching the Giants have are generally going to keep them in it. You go find that left fielder that brings it from the worst left, worst position in, in, from, you know, for any team to uh, maybe the middle of the pack. And now that means the difference of, you know, every once in a while a run here and, and, and a few hits there. And so I'm, I am – I'm relatively confident that the Giants will make the the. And so I'd say scale of one to ten, I'm about a six. Um, Ooh, that's pretty, that's pretty low for that well, pitching staff. Yeah, but but the problem is, you still it still remains. You know, Melanson has done. He blew the first save. He's done okay. They still have with their their. They had some good innings out of the bullpen the other day, but I'm not confident in the bullpen because most of them are the guys from last year. You got Law. You've got Contos is back. You got so so. I'm not super confident in that. Now Posey's back. He got beaten in the head his first game back. He had like three hits, you know. But hopefully there's no no lingering effects from that. You know what you're going to get from from Crawford. Nunez has been playing really well. Panic is healthy and is hitting very well. Uh, you know if Span can do a few things and Penn stays healthy, you know that goes up to eight out of ten. But right now, I just think that the left field position is a concern, and just the the middle and long relief, uh, 
you know, see, see what they can do. Because like you said... Why well, don't they put Bumgarner in left? If everyone thinks that he's going to be able to hit 100 home runs, why don't they put him in left? Everyone who's, uh, who's an uneducated baseball guy thinks that, but you aren't. <laughs> well, but here's the question. Let's do a quick Bumgarner, and then I actually have to go quick. So we have, if you want to do some emails, we've got to move into it. But well, the thing that boggles my mind, I've seen most of Bumgarner's home runs because I do enjoy his gruffness. And, uh, you know, if he was wearing a uniform for literally any other team, I would, yeah. he would be one of my favorite players. Um, he never hits curveballs out. So why are you throwing fastballs? Like, am, am I wrong? Have you seen him turn on a curveball? I'm, I'm sure he's got one or two home runs, but do you see him hit curveball home runs or sliders? It's always a fastball up, and he just hits the crap out of it. You know, I, I uh, will have to research that because, no, I don't remember that. And I think the pitchers get up there, and their ego is just like, this guy's a pitcher. I'm going to throw it by him. Boom. He goes yard, but, but I, I agree. They've they, they got to figure out something. But here's what was my pleasant surprise from last week. Then we'll get to the emails. Matt Cain, who I would have cut two years ago, but that's right. how much I know. You know, he's pitched 16 innings, um, given up. Um, well, his ERA right now, sorry, looked at the wrong place. ERA is 3.31. His whip is 1.41. Um, and he's uh, he's pitching well. He pitched a really good game against the. How's, the his, how's his stuff look though? Sometimes you can have two or three games because guys are hitting bullets right at the right field or at the second baseman. How does he look? Does he look good or is it getting? Good. I don't want to say lucky, but are guys hitting it to the right places? He, he looked really good in the Kansas City game, and so we'll we'll see. But if you have him doing as a five, doing all right then the Giants have the chance to be in pretty much every game. You, you know what I mean? Meaning they're, they're with their starting rotation. So, all right, all right, when, when did Bumgarner pitch, Bum pitch last? He finally lost to the Royals and finally gave up a, another run. He lost two to nothing. Finally? Uh, he hasn't had a win yet this year. No, uh, yeah, but, but the Royals, the Royals, remember, he went like, he pitched like 23 oh, innings. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to yeah. remember that. Okay. So his, just quickly tell you, and this is what's frustrating. This is always what's frustrating about the Giants. And when you have a, uh, you know, when you have a team that isn't really, uh, <laughs> isn't really scoring that much, you know, it, it can be very frustrating for, for said pitcher. But so he pitched uh, two days ago, and he gave up, uh, you know, he gave up some hits. His actual line though was six innings, seven hits, one earned run. Uh, one walk, four strikeouts, 101 pitches. Uh, so then uh, Contos came in and gave up another run. They lost two to nothing. And, and the giant and the Royals Vargas threw, who's got an ERA of .44. He threw uh, seven innings, four hits, nine strikeouts. He no, he's nasty. He's just yeah. he gets, he's a little erratic at times. But you know that's the thing about Bumgarner, which makes him so frustrating, is even when he plays the Dodgers, and we gotten the best of him a few times when Kershaw's up. Kershaw is a give up two or three hits and you better make it count, yeah. you know, and he'll give up the long ball. Bumgarner is give up 11 hits and one run somehow. And you're, and you're just always got a guy at second and then the, with nobody out and the next two guys are striking out at balls in the dirt. And you're just like, freaking hell. And it can't be the guys are bad. It's just got to be something in the way of delivery or something that's nasty. Yeah. But anyway. No, I, yeah. Weird. 
It's weird. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's run through some quick ones, and then we'll take off. And then next week, is the rumors are that uh, you're going to have another in-home guest, a.k.a. That's me. So that's, that's what I hear. So we'll go three hours. We'll go three hours next week to make up for this short one. All right, here we go. Hey, guys, love the show. So excited to see the Dodgers are finally unveiling a statue of Jackie Robinson. Nothing honors someone more than a statue, and nothing ever goes wrong with the look of the statue, so they should be in great shape. Sincerely, Cristiano Ronaldo. Don't get that, but uh, did you see Ronaldo's statue? I was going to say, I'm sure there's something with the statue that, that was just, uh, where did <laughs> just they? Put in, just put in Cristiano Ronaldo statue and uh it's uh it's gonna make you if you're in front of a computer throw in ronaldo statue or ronaldo bust b-u-s-t oh goodness. he looks like a, one of those guys in ghostbusters that start turning into a ghost <laughs> yeah i know it's all the rage all right here's a good one this one actually came with a music track it says guess who's back back again blisty's back tell a friend guess who's back guess who's back guess who's back da na 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 sincerely rich hill's blister Oh, that's great. Huh. <laughs> okay. I think I think there's I think there's humans right now. I'm not sure. But I think there's humans living with baboon hearts. Uh-huh. Like how can someone not figure out Rich Hill's blister? I wish we had right. someone that was a baseball coach that, that was nearby that could come in and talk to me about blisters and how to take care of that. Is there anyone there? Let's 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 do that next week cuz uh those, there's there's a guy here that, that could really okay. fill it. Yeah, but we'll do that next. Let's remember to do that. Okay, tell them to okay, when we figure out because I have got some technical questions anyways. I'm just a simpleton. Could I rake from the left side? Yes, that's all I could do. All right, hey guys, I'm freaking out. I'm so thankful we are not a sanctuary city, and we will still be eligible for fed, for federal funding because it looks like our money from tourism is about to stop for good. Sincerely, the city of Scottsdale, Arizona. Huh. I guess uh, the bandwagon's slowing down for those guys for the spring. All right, here's one. The Dodgers are playing so bad right now, it's making me not even want to sexually assault women anymore. Sincerely, Bill O'Reilly. I didn't know he was a Dodger fan. That may be why he has, has had issues, his anger. He has anger issues. All right, that's it. That's it. That's done. Move on. Moveon.org, my favorite website. Uh, we're going to take Chelsea Clinton and make her the president in uh, four years. So let's make it happen. Well, let's just let's just finish with a little <laughs> bit more of this. All right. What final? Oh. Playoffs, baby. The Clippers, you will get swept by my Jazz. Clippers are the worst team in the NBA. Yep. I don't know why they have to have a coach like Doc Rivers. Why Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers is a crybaby. He's a crybaby. His son, Austin River, smells like weed. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Snap. Oh, hey. Oh. All right, there you go. So, so oh, wait, wait. I got, a quick, I got a quick thing about Z-Dog, why I love him. Because Z-Dog, although uh, he's on the spectrum, he's definitely got to be autistic. I don't think he's um, mentally retarded or whatever the latest term is for, for that. Uh, but I think he's on the spectrum for sure. He sounds like an autistic guy. But he is a... He is very childlike in that his rap was, you know, probably not great, probably not going to win a Grammy. But every thought he had is the legitimate straight-up thought of your average Utah Ute jazz fan. 
And that's why I love Z. That's why I'm so in love with the whole Z Dog experience because it comes. It, the package might not be good, but his true childlike thoughts are the same thoughts as the Utes have and the jazz fans, your typical jazz fan in Salt Lake City has, which is straight homerism, just like uh, Chris Paul said. They're a bunch of homers. I agree on that 100%. And I think he meant it in the most derogatory term, even though he backpedaled a little bit. That that's what I got. What does that mean that the fans are homers? Well, I think, uh, as I tell my one buddy who lives here now, he's a Utah boy and he loves the jazz, he's always saying, I'm so sick of the Clippers because all they do is whine and cry and they're not even right half the time. And I said, well, that's what the Clippers to the officiating is what the jazz fans are to the rest of the NBA fans. Just a bunch of whining crybaby criers that never won anything and continue to think they're something special, which is basically your typical Ute fan, which is why Z-Dog is the social conscience of all of Salt Lake City. Amen. All right, Jimmy boy, I will, on that note, we will end this. Thanks to Zotes and the Zotes Mayor for popping by D.C. for doing this. And uh, we got some special Zotes, I think, announcement that they're kind of putting together for next week. We'll talk a little more baseball in studio next week, Jimmy Boy. So you uh, travel safe. Thank you very much. And uh, until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. Z-Dog. <laughs>